Well, another article from the mainstream press that uh, basically serves to upset uh, people like me. Um, it's uh, from NBC News. Uh, it's called Disclosure or Deception. New UFO Pentagon Office Divides Believers. Uh, and it was written by Alex Seitz, Seitz Wald uh, and appeared on January 8th, 2022. And the subhead says the United States government hasn't comprehensively studied UFOs in decades, but not all ufologists are excited about a new Pentagon investigative office. And of course, this is with regard to the new office uh, established by the Pentagon recently, uh, or excuse me, by the uh, Congress, uh, the, the new office established by Congress when, when they uh, passed the, uh, the defense spending bill, and uh, that which was signed recently by President Biden. And uh, this, uh, again, this is another example of the mainstream media just not having no clue and not doing any sort of research. Just basically, they present a situation, call it 50-50, and, and it's when a situation is not 50-50. I mean, if, 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 if the mainstream media were to do its research, proper research, it would know that uh, there's been, uh, uh, the government has been interested in UFOs and 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 what they're doing and extraterrestrials and they know all about this since at least 1947 there's no question i mean to say it in the subhead the united states government hasn't comprehensively comprehensively studied ufos in decades yeah as far as the public knows as far as the media knows uh but it, it, they have been studying this there's no question again if they haven't been studying this then uh then the pentagon's run by complete morons and that's just not i don't believe that i don't believe the pentagon's run by morons so i know that they've been looking into this but i i just get a kick out of the people that they contact for this article now they did con for one thing it's one of the people that one you know uh, that they contact is mick west a debunker i mean this guy does not, he doesn't do any research he'll 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 make videos and 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 on youtube that that try to purport to, to, to debunk like even the the footage that's been provided of ufos from the pentagon he thinks that he's debunking he's not doing anything he i mean he fools a lot of people don't get me wrong the guy knows how to talk i mean <laughs> the guy really you know he, he he's a good talker i'll give him that okay but he's not he's he's a debunker he doesn't do any research whatsoever basically he just presents so i mean i don't understand like why is he brought he, he doesn't even believe in any of this stuff he thinks it's completely phony like most debunkers uh, you know th th what they do? They they point the finger at the people who uh, believe it's true and say that oh, they, they must be mentally disturbed or they saw something that was really something else. Uh, it's just not true. There's no proof when there actually is proof. There's lots of video, film, pictures, uh, reports from people. I mean, how we, we're not going to get into all of it, but you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, let's let's get into this article here a little bit and. Uh, again, it's very what's upsetting to me is that the that NBC it doesn't matter what what mainstream media outlet we're talking about here it doesn't matter if it's NBC, ABC, Fox, CBS, uh, CNN they, they do not do their homework when it comes to the UFO situation, right? They just brush it off. They they're waiting for the Pentagon to tell them. They don't do any kind of investigative reporting themselves to uncover this. They don't do they don't educate themselves. They do not educate themselves on the situation, on the history of this. Like if you, if they, if, if they were educated on the history of this, this, this sub headline that says, that says the United States government hasn't comprehensively studied UFOs in decades. That's a false statement. That is a false statement. If they were to do research in this, they would know 
that they have to be doing. They had to be doing comprehensive studies on this just secretly. They've been keeping it secret, but you would know, you would understand. For instance, if you were to read, uh, I, I talk about these books all the time, uh, UFOs and the National Security State Volumes 1 and 2 by Richard Dolan. If they were to read those books, they would know that this has been something that the United States government has taken seriously, very seriously, since at least 1947. But they don't educate themselves. In fact, instead, they just write uh, half-cocked stories like this and, and you know, call it 50-50. And it's not 50-50. There, there's something going on, and it's not Russia or China, and it's not misidentifications or natural phenomena. Some, I mean, okay, again, not all the time. There's things here. There's extraterrestrials here, folks. That's what's going on here. They've been here. They're, they're, people have seen these things. There's too many experiences, too many reports, right? Too much evidence. There's a lot of evidence out there that supports this. But again, mainstream uh, mainstream media, mainstream scientists, they, they just ignore it. They, it's, it's taboo, you know, for the most part. Well, it's we're getting a little bit better now. That now that the Pentagon is with going on with what I believe is a slow disclosure. But let, let, let's get into this article a little bit, and then I'll, I can complain some more. <clears throat> anyway, it says here, uh, the United States government is finally getting back into the UFO business. And depending on which UFO believer you ask, it's either a, his, a historic step forward to getting to the bottom of conspiracies or a ploy to regain control of the narrative and possibly even prepare for interplanetary war. The establishment of a new office signed into law just before New Year's to study unidentified aerial phenomenon has divided the loose community of activists, researchers, and pseudoscientists who hunt for proof that we are not alone in the universe. Some hail the legislation creating the new office, tucked into Section 1683 of the Massive National Defense Authorization Act, for bringing new resources, rigor, and officialdom to the investigation of a phenomenon and a potential national security threat that has long been stigmatized in a way that makes it difficult to study. Our national security efforts rely on aerial supremacy, and these phenomena present a challenge to our dominance, said Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, who spearheaded the bipartisan measure. The United States needs a coordinated effort to take control and understand whether these aerial phenomena belong to a foreign government or something else altogether and then uh the, the article continues here it's been decades since washington formally studied ufos in any kind of comprehensive way so one might expect the news would be cause for celebration among so-called ufologists again that that's a false statement it says it's been decades since Washington formally studied UFOs in any kind of comprehensive way. It should say publicly, because if you would have done your research, you would have known that they were secretly looking into this. They had Project Blue Book, which they closed in 69, 68, whatever, late 60s. Uh, that was that was an op that was going since the early 50s. Right. But that was all just that was stuff that was in the public arena. There, there's been stuff going on in the in the secret arena of the government, uh, the halls somewhere, some faction of the government. There had to be there has to be. They've been very interested in this for a long time. But anyway, let's continue with this article. Uh, but the movement has long believed the government is covering up the greatest secret in history. So, so many are having a hard time believing the feds want to do anything other than clamp down again after several years in which it became socially acceptable for former presidents and CIA directors to talk publicly about weird things they'd seen in the skies. On social media and forums like Above Top Secret, a hub of ufology and conspiracy theories, debates have raged about whether the new office represents the beginning of the end of the alleged cover-up or its revival. This is a subject with a provable history of secrecy, and anything that lacks a new openness about the information is subject to more, possibly inappropriate control, says Ron James, a spokesperson for the Mutual UFO Network, which bills itself as the oldest and largest UFO organization in the world. And uh, James continues, we don't see that this 
this means new resources will be dedicated to the matter. We believe that considerable resources have always been dedicated to the matter at some level inside deep government and industry. He is completely correct. This is the, this this guy here is completely absolutely correct. But instead of just putting his what what the reporter does, what what the news media does, all they'll do is put his comment in here, uh, buttress it against other comments from other people, and and nobody knows what the truth is. But that is the truth. That is the truth. What he just said is the truth. Ron James, a spokesperson, he knows. He's done his research. You don't become a, a spokesperson for the Mutual UFO Network without doing your research. But these reporters from the mainstream press never do their research on, on this subject. They'll, 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 they'll uncover uh, Watergate, right? Things like that. But they're not going to do research into this. And then it gets into Lou Elizondo and Christopher Mellon. As you know, they're government officials. El Elizondo... Of course, uh, they they're happy about the amendment, but Elizondo uh, he he recently criticized the government's decision to create this other office, uh, uh, this UAP office inside the office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, which he thinks is going to. Uh, we talked about this before in a different podcast that he thinks this is going to uh, put keep this topic secret for another seventy years. Whether that's true or not, we'll see. But who knows. Uh, activists complain about the lack of civilian involvement in the new Pentagon office and assume it will simply classify anything interesting it finds so that its unclassified reports to Congress will be little more than fig leaves. Uh, then they bring in Dr. Stephen Greer, a very controversial figure as far as I'm concerned within the UFO community, and I'll tell you why after I read the, the, what they say about him. It says, Dr. Stephen Greer, who retired from the emergency room to pursue the hunt for aliens as the self-described, quote, world's expert on UFOs, end quote, objects to the notion that UFOs should be treated as a national security threat at all. As he sees it, aliens are here to help us with the military-industrial complex. Wait, excuse me. As he sees it, aliens are here to help us, and the military-industrial complex, complex is hyping their danger and creating the U.S. Space Force to prepare for interplanetary war, arguing movies like Independence Day are part of a false narrative created by covert groups striving to generate fear of ETs. Now, <clears throat> I mean, okay, I, I don't agree with what he just said here. I don't know how, for one thing, right, the, he, part of it, I, he might be, that this could be a half-truth, okay, that maybe they're not here on a, a mission to destroy us or, you know, but at the same time, how does he know that that this is, that they aren't a national security threat? How does he know that extraterrestrials, beings from other worlds, aren't here on some mission to somehow hurt us? How does he know that? Is he having, sitting down and having tea and crumpets with them in the evening? Like he he doesn't have no direct connection to these beings. That's just pure speculation. All all, all any, most of us could do is speculate. I could speculate. I know they're here. I don't know why they're here. Okay. I don't know. I don't just. Maybe the government does have a better idea of why they're here. Maybe that's why they've been keeping a secret for all these years and why we're getting a slow disclosure. No, I don't know. Right, but I don't know how, how Stephen Greer knows that, that that is a false narrative that space forces. But it could be, it could be. This would be another way for the military-industrial complex to to you know you know make more money, you, you know, building uh, weapon systems that are you put out in space. I mean, who knows? It could be, but I don't know that, and I don't see how he knows that. I don't see how anybody could know that. You know, unless somebody gets to finally sit down and interview some of these aliens and find out you know what their purpose is, and even then you wouldn't know it. Because you wouldn't know if you could believe them or not. 
anyway but see i i just don't know i don't agree with uh, a lot of things that Stephen greer says uh that's uh, i'll make that official here uh in this uh podcast uh like, and the other thing independence day he's arguing movies like independence day are part of a false narrative uh it, that that's a movie i mean they've been made since the ufo situation that's hollywood trying to make a, a hundred million dollars that's all that is it's just about making money that has nothing to do with Somebody trying to create that. There's no conspiracy behind that. They've been making movies about aliens since the 50s. Okay, this is like this. Uh, basically, all that is is a remake of Earth versus the Flying Saucers or War of the Worlds. <clears throat> okay, and then it continues here, and this says, but Stephen Bassett, the only lobbyist in Washington dedicated to quote the formal acknowledgement by the United States government of an extraterrestrial presence end quote as his official lobbying disclosure puts it sees this movement as the culmination of everything he and others have been working toward no this isn't a, a new psyops program it is a planned effort to end the truth embargo bassett said while i appreciate those who are skeptical that group has tried to find the dark side of every development the hidden hand instead of a renewed cover-up bassett views a new office as one piece of a multi-year plan by a faction of insiders to finally force the government to reveal that it has had contact with aliens for decades he says this is a sea change brought about by the work of thousands of people and activists over 70 years but some of these people can't help but see it as a clever black ops mission uh, i actually believe I, i'm i believe that this is a slow disclosure i believe that bassett is probably about 90 percent right here okay uh i i i believe that that's where i lean toward i'm i'm not 100 percent, but i'm pretty sure that's what we're seeing okay i don't i don't know if it has anything to do with the 70 years of people fighting against this i don't know what's going on i don't know what finally prompted them to to start doing this and was it elizondo i mean i don't know what was a discussion in some back room somewhere to hey you know they're gonna find out sooner or later so we make ourselves you know, we don't look too bad so we better start uh, disclosing here before it's too late that could be who knows what the reasoning is but i'm not sure if it has anything to do with uh, people fighting it because they could have just continued with the stigmatization and it would have worked but i guess maybe we're getting to a point technologically where at some point there's going to be irrefutable proof uh whether how that with the technology that just regular joes have like us like cell phones and stuff maybe there's going to be something that you would not be able to disprove that the 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 dumb dumbs uh, the bunkers out there won't be able to you know they'll finally have to go home you know and and have some milk and go to bed but anyhow let's uh, continue with this article here uh i'm not going to read the whole thing it's it gets into the uh it, it says here toward the end we'll get to the mick west stuff oh you know that's I mean, why why this guy doesn't do any research not any real research not research that you could rely on it's all bunch just armchair uh theories that's all it is i mean he's not really offering anything to the subject he blames you human beings basically people like mick west point their free fingers at human beings and calls them either hoaxers liars dum-dums idiots maniacs mental mental uh they're, they're suffering from mental issues or they're just misidentifying things that's that's what he does he blames it on humans that it's all completely fostered there's no way there's aliens coming here according to him because he figured it out Okay, but let's read it because I get angry when I read about the bunkers. Angry. To Mick West, a prominent UFO debunker and villain of the ufologist, yes, he is a villain, the believers have kind of, quote, hijacked real issues, which is the military pilots have seen things they can't explain. If you read the text of this legislation, it seems to reflect concerns of the extraterrestrial hypothesis believers, he said. Now the military is sort of forced to jump through some slightly silly hoops while doing serious work. 
Whatever the new office reveals, he worries it will only further convince those who want to believe, whether because they'll say the government is finally, finally acknowledging the truth about aliens or because it's still covering up the good stuff. I the quote he's his last quote here's I think it's going to clear some things up but also going to add some fuel to the fire he said okay it's uh one thing is clear Mick uh you don't know what you're talking about uh I and I know that for a fact I, you're making a fool actually you're making a fool out of yourself you're making a fool out of so you know how I know that because I saw one of these objects I saw one of them up close and personal I know that there was absolutely no way it was made on earth there was no way that this object that I saw back in 1994 could have been manufactured by human beings I know so you're making an absolute complete utter fool out fool out of yourself and someday that's gonna whether it's whether it's in in in, uh, in our lifetimes or or 50 years from now right at some point history is gonna look back and say oh that guy was a fool that guy was a fool. That's what's going to happen. At some point, I guarantee it. You, you're going to do well now, maybe, you know, for the time being, unless something happens like next week. But it could happen this year, actually. There could be some sort of disclosure that happens in 2022 that makes it irrefutable. Okay, but you're at some point during this, whether it's in this life or the next life or whenever, right? At some point, it could be could be this week or fifty this week or fifty years from now, right? At some point, people like you, people like uh, uh, you know Curtis Peebles, uh, people like uh, Philip Class, right? Uh, they're going to look like fools. They're going to look like fools. They're going to look like those people will not be remembered. Right, those are going to be the, the flat earthers. That's what they're going to be. They're they're going to be the people that just kept that closed their eyes to the to the the to the proof that was presented. Even though, albeit, hey, you know, we don't have an actual alien I could show you, right? But there are things going on. There's enough proof to to you know look at this in a different light than the way you do. So at some point, right, in this existence, right, that you you're going to look like a fool. I can guarantee it because I know I've seen one of these things. Right, and I, that, I had other experiences too. Right, that I know for a fact something's going on. But again, again, why does this article? Again, people like they wouldn't be contacting this reporter. Would not if, if they had done their research. You wouldn't even bother contacting any of these debunkers. If they had done their research, they would not have. Con- there would be no need because you would know that. Well, there's obviously something going on. Obviously, the government's been. Uh, comprehensively studying this behind the scenes for for decades since the late 40s there's no question there's no question about it this has been a very serious situation for a long time and again if our government wasn't looking seriously into this for all these years then our government is run by a bunch of fools i don't believe that i don't believe we have fools working in the pentagon in the in the, in the top hall in the top offices of the pentagon that's impossible i don't believe that for a minute so again, there's something going on. The, the, the news media doesn't do its job ever properly ever. Uh, they, they, you know, again, they would not be bringing in uh, debunkers here because basically they're going to be look like fools in years to come. These debunkers and, and they really have nothing to add to the conversation. They don't do any serious research into it. And again, this article it presents different points of view, and uh, but it, I mean, the, some of those points of view are going to be are going to be would be null and void. They wouldn't even really count. If you were to weigh, when you weigh it against the actual uh, information, documentation, proof that's already out there, like it's like, why are we even talking to this guy? He doesn't even know what he's talking about. Did he read this book? Did he did he did he read these documents that were released by the government in '52? Did he look at this? Did he look at that? Does he know what he's talking about? They would know that they don't know what they're talking about. Anyhow, uh, we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Very interesting article in The Hill this week. And uh, it, to me, it suggests that our extraterrestrial visitors, at least some of them, are hiding out somewhere off the uh, southern coast of California. And apparently they've been there for a long time, whether they're uh, maybe they have a base under the ocean there or something. But um, this has been going there. There's been sightings and strange events going on there for decades. And in fact, um, one of the more recent events happened in 2019, where there were so-called, quote, drones, end quote, hovering and, and, and flying near United States warships that were in, in, in the waters off the southern coast of California. Um, I'm going to read you some of this article here, and, and then we could talk about it a little bit. Okay, it says uh, this this article, uh, the headline for this article, uh, UFOs, the Channel Islands, and the Navy's, quote, drone swarm, end quote, mystery. The Navy has a perplexing mixed mystery on its hands. For several weeks in 2019, unknown objects stalked U.S. warships off the coast of Southern California. While the bizarre, quote, drone, end quote, encounters remain unsolved, the incidents occurred in an area with a long history of UFO sightings, including two of the most credible encounters on record. According to documents reviewed by The Drive, the first reports of unidentified objects hovering and flying near Navy vessels sparked a sweeping high-level investigation. The Navy, working with the FBI and Coast Guard, now appears to have ruled out civilian activity or United States military operations as plausible explanations for the encounters. This leaves two possibilities, each with extraordinary implications. Either a foreign adversary is spying on Navy ships around the Channel Islands, which lie just west of Los Angeles and San Diego, or devices of truly unknown origin are operating with impunity around United States and allied vessels um now the article goes on to talk about the implications of whether if this something like this is is foreign like say from china or russia that uh what a gigantic uh counterintelligence failure would be on behalf of the united states that the the they can't do anything about it they didn't know about this and there's nothing been done about it since uh, I, I don't personally believe that that's what it is, and uh, as we read further, we go further in this article, you'll you'll see why it makes absolutely no sense that it would be uh, Russia or China. Anyhow, 
It says the implications of a foreign power deploying drones to spy on American warships just off the California coast are immense. For starters, this scenario suggests a monumental United States counterintelligence failure. Moreover, such a brazen and technically complex intelligence operation amounts to an enormous gamble for a hostile nation. Any shootdown, as the Navy reportedly attempted, of a foreign surveillance drone so close to the United States shores would invite sweeping geopolitical repercussions. Importantly, if the UFOs that stocked the Navy warships were part of an adversarial intelligence collection effort, the object's operators made little effort to conceal their presence. Presence. Videos taken aboard one U.S. vessel show the mysterious craft displaying bright and flashing lights. At the same time, Navy radar operators track the objects with apparent ease, even expressing surprise as the craft engaged in anomalous maneuvers. In another video, a spherical object, which has noteworthy parallels to UFOs observed by fighter pilots off the U.S. East Coast, appears to descend slowly into the ocean. <laughs> so... Yeah, our, China or Russia don't have technology that could do that, that could, you know, move around in those ways and, and basically could, could go into water, fly out of water, go in, you know, that's just, no, that's, they don't have that, no. And the article continues here, it says, to be sure... Investigators and intelligence analysts must take seriously the possibility that foreign power is spying on United States warships a stone's throw from two major American cities. But based on what is known public publicly about these bizarre incidents, investigators should also consider the long history of UFO sightings around the Channel Islands. Decades of anecdotal reports are bolstered by the two of the most credible encounters on record and of course one of those credible encounters according you know that we all know about is the 2004 incident with the uh, uh the the, the tic tac and david fravor and, and 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 his crew with the you know uh, fi uh you know the fighter jets saw the uh, you know engaged with this tic tac object that made maneuvers that are basically impossible and i'll read some more of this uh article with regard to the tic tac it says that and this was in 2004 and this was uh, near uh, san clemente island off the uh, southern coast of california as the jets approached all four aviators aboard the two-seat fighters observed a tic tac shaped craft hovering and maneuver and moving in extraordinary ways just above the surface of the ocean the object which had no discernible engines, rotors, wings, or other control surfaces, then mirrored the maneuvers of the lead fighter jet before accelerating instantaneously out of sight. After descending tens of thousands of feet in less than a second, the object reappeared on radar 60 miles away, implying unimaginably fast velocities and G-forces. Most perplexingly, the UFO appeared at a predetermined rendezvous point known only to the air crew and radar operators. United States intelligence analysts ruled out highly advanced Chinese or Russian aircraft as plausible explanations for the bizarre encounter. For their part, the four aviators who observed the object believed that it was, quote, not from this world. Okay, so again, this is stuff that they were... The Tic Tac was not from this world, according to the people who encountered this thing. And even the intelligence uh, people of the United States uh, apparently don't believe this. I mean, I don't see how anybody could believe it, uh, that there was that these things were manufactured somewhere on this planet. We just don't have that. Uh, we don't. There's just it's impossible. So it's obviously extraterrestrial. And then this this article goes on. It, it it talks about other things that happen in this area. Um, 
uh, the strange events, strange sightings, UFO sightings over over the years. Uh, among many noteworthy contributions to American aviation, Clarence Kelly Johnson de- designed the legendary U-2 and SR-71 spy planes as the first head of Lockheed Martin's famed Skunk Works division. On December 16, 1953, Johnson and his wife watched as a UFO with no apparent control services or engines hovered for several minutes in the vicinity of the Santa Cruz Island. The object then accelerated rapidly out of sight. Unknown to Johnson, a Lockheed flight test crew, which included the company's chief aerodynamics engineer, chief flight test engineer, and two highly experienced test pilots, observed the same object while flying northwest along the Los Angeles coastline. Unsurprisingly, Johnson and the flight crew's descriptions of the incident are meticulously detailed. Most importantly, Lockheed's engineers and pilots explicitly ruled out a cloud formation as a plausible explanation for the incident. Nonetheless, the Air Force, freshly charged with discredit and debunking all UFO sightings concluded that five of America's most credible observers were fooled by a small cloud. Uh, Largely unknown in aviation history, Johnson was a firm believer in the existence of flying saucers. In a letter informing the Air Force of the Channel Islands encounter and another UFO sighting two years earlier, Johnson writes that the incidents left him more firmly convinced than ever that such devices exist. According to Johnson, the 1953 encounter helped him win, quote, some highly technical converts in this belief, end quote. Importantly, the Lockheed engineers and pilots' descriptions of the December 1953 incident referred to another credible sighting over the Channel Islands. In 1951, one of the company's top test pilots, Roy Wimmer sighted some lights over Catalina Island that reportedly stood still for a while and moved around before disappearing. The parallels to the movement of the, quote, drones, end quote, that recently followed U.S. warships are noteworthy. A decade after the Lockheed encounters of the 1950s, well, it was more than a decade, it was actually 1966, uh, a Navy photographer captured video of a UFO moving slowly over Catalina Island. Digitally enhanced footage shows that the object appears to lack control surfaces or obvious means of propulsion, bearing an intriguing resemblance to the strange craft observed by naval aviators in 2004. Now, with Congress forcing the government to take the UFO phenomenon seriously for the first time, investigators must consider whether the objects that followed Navy warships are linked to the, to the long history of inexplicable, inexplicable yet highly credible encounters in the waters off Southern California. You know, this all, to me, suggests that there must be some sort of base out there. I mean, this has been going on since the 50s, as far as we know, maybe longer. But as far as we know, uh, as far as reports are concerned, people have been seeing these things uh, out in these in this area <clears throat> since the 1950s, uh, early 1950s. So, um, and they don't seem to be, they, they move in ways that uh, defy any kind of, uh, logic, as far as we know, I mean, there's a, they, they do things that our our, our things can't do. Uh, to put it simply, and so uh, is there a base there, maybe under the ocean? You know, perhaps. I mean, th- these things are seen flying in and out of the ocean sometimes. In fact, you know, so actually, one of these reports here says one of these objects dropped into the ocean. We actually actually have video uh, from the Pentagon that confirms this, that shows an object going, you know, floating above the ocean and then just dipping in. Um, so is that what's going on? Is there a base out there? I mean, what are we going to do if there is? I mean, they're an advanced uh, uh, civilization, advanced, uh, you know, technologically beyond anything that we could even imagine. So what are we going to do if, you know, 
I mean, I just can't imagine that, that that Russia or China would have the balls enough to get this close to our country with objects to spy on us, like right and basically blatantly, not even caring if we see them or not. And actually, the other interesting thing is the fact is that the ship in 2019 fired upon these objects, tried to fire upon them. Apparently, they didn't hit nothing. They didn't hit anything, excuse me. Uh, so it's this has been we have there's i mean the, the put it this way if it is china or russia then we're in big trouble man whoo we're done i mean they're way ahead of us i don't believe that that's why I, mean, I, I can't make myself believe that though i don't think that they i think this country united states of america is the most technically advanced uh country in the world militarily uh and i just don't see that that, that they that these other countries would have figured out some sort of technology that's that's so far beyond anything that we've developed uh i mean if they did you know then they could take take over you know they, they could run circles around anything that we got and you know you know then we were screwed if there's any sort of conflict at some point so uh, I don't think it is that I, I I completely dismiss that I don't I mean there could be some cases where they brazenly send something over but according to these reports these things are moving slowly uh, sometimes they're moving in, decelerating to something moving fast and then decelerate to a you know a very and moving very slow through the sky it doesn't make any sense so these and, and again these things have been seen for decades for decades the catalina footage is actually very from 1966 uh is very interesting uh i'll leave a link for this uh article in in the description if you could you could click on they they have in, in within the article you could click on that footage and you could see uh what that looks like it's very interesting uh the the i've i've always been fascinated by the catalina 19 the catalina island footage from 1966 of a ufo flying over the mountains i mean it's amazing so these things have been there for a long time but you wonder are we is there a base there why why are it seems like there's a heavy concentration of of ufos in this in this specific area of the world uh, are they under water where are they hiding in plain sight maybe who knows who knows maybe they have a way to make themselves i i think that there's a strong possibility that there are some of these extraterrestrial visitors have bases under the ocean there's no question i mean the oceans of course the the the, the earth is covered predominantly with water and there's it'd be easy for them to hide there easy easy for them to uh, have have a cover you know and keep their keep this thing uh you know, as secret as they can, obviously, because it's happening. I mean, our, our our military fired upon these things in 2019. You know, and these things just yeah, they, they don't care. They're just well, we'll, we'll just we're not going to get hit by you. We'll just move away. Sometimes you wonder, though. I know that sometimes it's probably there, there's probably been times in the past where uh, we've hit a UFO. We just don't hear about this. Where, where we've actually brought one down with a missile. Probably got lucky here and there. There's been reports of that. But uh, they were firing on these objects in 2019. They call them; they're calling them, referring to them as drones. In this, um, I, you know, okay, uh, drones that move around that in ways that other drones that we have that we're aware of don't move around. And I mean, um, again, you know, where are they hiding? Or maybe they're hiding in one of the on one of these islands out there somewhere. Maybe they have a base inside one in, 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 in under a hill or something. I mean, who knows? But I, I would suspect that they probably have some sort of a 
base under the ocean in that area and and why are they there why are they there are they just been all these years are they have been have they been interested in our warships because i mean i mean of course our warships would be uh out in those waters uh all these you know for decades so maybe that's why they decided to establish a base there maybe to observe what uh, our military is doing out there our navy 